Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. John Harbaugh has explained his game plan against the Chiefs, sort of. We'll tell you what he said today. Sure, it was dynamite. Uh, but first, our College Football Friday fun bag. Got some college things uh, adding up over here. Yeah, got some college stuff. The uh, Senior Bowl wrapping up. A lot of reports coming out of that. The Ducks got Jabbar Muhammad. That's a great get for them. The corner. Which is weird, because obviously he's a UW guy, but he was only in UW for one year. Yeah, is that a little strange, that the yeah. Washington guy is now at Oregon? Yeah, it's 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 strange, but I, I saw an interview, or I guess in an interview, it was just a, a statement that he made, and he said that he didn't care about anything other than getting to the league. He thought that he, he wanted to be in the best position to win a championship and to be developed and uh, scheme and to get to the next, get to the next level, and... I mean, I, I think this was just a matter of he thought that UW's roster and, and the coach and all that, and I, I get it, is going to take a step backwards. And Oregon probably gave him a, a good chunk of change. He was one of the better corners available on the transfer market. And, you know, he's a he was a hired gun when he went to UW. He was at Oklahoma State for three years, well, UW, and, and now Oregon. And, and he'll be a he'll be a first or second round pick next year if, if, if everything goes well. I feel like a lot of guys are hired guns, way more than we know. Yeah. And that's being exposed now because of the Nick Saban effect. Sure. Wall Street Journal did this thing on him today, and they were talking about the just the trickle-down of Saban retiring. Yeah. And it affected, in all, 53 coaches. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. 24 programs and 55 players. Yeah. And they had this, uh, this graph where they showed where the players went and you know it's it's they transfer to a lot of different places generally speaking though there is one school that has benefited most from nick saban leaving do you know what school that is is it the oregon ducks no ohio state bingo yeah ohio state when uh, oregon has done a phenomenal job a lot of those guys went to ohio state key guys and that's what i'm saying like they're all kind of hired guns. Yeah. They were at Alabama because Nick Saban, I mean, he's the best. They yep. put guys in the league. Well, okay, Saban's gone. Now what do we do? It's less about the school and more about the NFL yeah. for those elite guys. Yep. And um, now Ohio State got all kinds of dudes. Yeah, there used to be this idea that like you, you couldn't imagine going to play for your rival, right? <laughs> Me being a BYU guy, like you don't go play for Utah or you know Kansas, right? You're not going to Missouri, Oregon, UW, and... It's just, it's just, it's not a thing anymore. It's just, it's yeah, just these not, kids don't care. They don't care. They're, they, especially when, you know, Muhammad only played one year at Washington and it's just not a, it's just not a thing. It's, and, and so it's, it, you really are going to a place and, and I don't, I can't blame anyone. If you're asking me who has a better shot to win the Big Ten and play in the College World Playoff next year, it, it's not UW right now. It's Oregon. And that's, and I know, you know, Washington has owned him the last couple of years, but I, I get where he's coming from. And, 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 you know, the NIL money at Oregon is better than it is at, at Washington. And, you know, who knows what they put in front of him. So 
Well, know, Washington's it, lost 23 guys. Yeah. yeah it hurts. <laughs> I saw those. that Washington was the first team in the playoff era to lose all 22 of yeah. their starters year over year. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough. Now, some of those guys have, have, have uh, a couple of those guys have decided to come back. So they kept a couple uh, quarterbacks. They kept a couple linemen. Well, so, Rodgers is back there. Yeah. But he wasn't on the team. He wasn't on the team. He wasn't but a starter. He, but he entered the portal and came back. But uh, that's not true because I, I know a couple of their linemen, their interior linemen. Oh, are, who had gone to the portal are now back? Are back. I I know at least one, and I think two, uh, have decided to come back. So they've done a, a better job of trying to to keep retention. Well, but, when you get a coach, that helps. Yes, you, you get can, a coach. He can and, talk to them. Yes. But Washington, so the same in effect, 53 coaches. 24 programs, 55 players, 23 players left Washington, 15 players left Alabama, which Kalen DeBoer's got to be feeling, I mean, that's not a great number, yeah, but it's also not the worst number. No, no. And but- then Zona lost 13 players, and San Jose State, who they their coach went to Arizona, they have lost eight players. And that's just so far. I think they have until February 15th. To enter, yeah, you got third. When when your and coach, then there's another portal in April. Yeah, when your coach leaves, no matter when it is, you have 30 days. And the the tricky part is that when your coach leaves after the portal is closed, then the only that you can leave, but no one else can come in. But yeah, after spring ball, then you get another portal, which is again why a lot of these coaches are pulling their hair out because you have to recruit your guy, <laughs> you have to recruit your own roster multiple times. And and we're at the point now in this this day and age that if you lose your coach you're going to get kicked in the giblets, which is why Michigan did their, you know, Michigan had no choice. When Harbaugh was going to leave and they knew Harbaugh was going to leave, they had no choice but to promote from within. It was the only way they could keep the, uh, the, the, the enemies at the gate. Well, maybe more schools will do that now. It's possible. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just think if you had to, I don't mind NIL, obviously, and I don't mind the, the transfer portal. It, it, it is what it is. The only thing I would say for the, the, the sake of college football is you just have to fix the timeline. You you can't yeah. have free agency in the middle of your season. It's just that is that it's is a mess right now. That is dumb. If if you streamlined this and you had it where there is a free agency period, which is what it is now, like you in the NFL, hey, this is the window. This is when you can leave. After that, sorry, it is what it is. And 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 eventually it needs to come to that because you, you can't have it where and we we said this, and I know it's 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 crazy, but Alabama and Washington did not win a national championship, and that stinks. Right, they would have been better served for the future of their program to not make the college football playoff. Alabama and Washington were both punished for making the college football playoff because had they not, DeBoer and Saban would have left in theory earlier, earlier, earlier. Yeah. And, and they you can hire your coach and keep your players. Yes, yeah. So it's crazy that by going to that game. And and Washington going to, to to two of them actually winning their playoff game and playing that ended up hurting Washington in the long run yeah. and that's what a mess that's stupid. Well, hey, uh, that's a good segue. Coming up next in our College Football Friday Fun Bag, guess who's taking over for the NCAA? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just stepped up and said, "You know yeah. what? Uh, we'll handle this. <laughs> we got this. We'll get to that uh, next on the fan." Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 
All right, it's our College Football Friday Fun Bag. Uh, big news today, um, and it's sort of not, it's kind of vague, so I don't know. I don't know how big of a headline it is, mm-hmm. but it is, uh, I mean, to me, this is just another in a long line of examples of the authority shifting in college athletics. But the SEC and the Big Ten came out and said that they have um, they have formed a historic cooperative. <laughs> Remember when the Pac-12 did that? <laughs> I do. The alliance then said, we don't need any contracts. Uh, that's gone now, by the way. Yeah, we, we don't need any contracts boy, being signed. But... While it was around, <laughs> yes. the headway that they made. It was dynamite. I'm very confident. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joint advisory board, and it consists of um, SEC and Big Ten chancellors, presidents, and ADs. Mm. And their goal is to address the turmoil enveloping the college sports industry. <laughs> In, case you didn't in other know, words, uh, move over, NCAA. Yeah, We're taking over. We got this. And we all know that if you're not in the Big Ten or you're not in the SEC, dude, you're on the outskirts. Well, now it does say here, this is from Ross Dellinger, yeah. Yahoo. He said that they, um, okay, it says, the commissioners strongly rebuke any notion that the creation of this advisory board is a move toward a breakaway from the college oh. sports governing <laughs> body of the NCAA. Yeah, hey, we're not doing that yet. They remain prominent members of the NCAA. <laughs> Well, have you seen what's going on in Tennessee? Uh, yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. There, the the Tennessee the Tennessee uh, uh, governor, the AD, a bunch of Tennessee state representatives. The like everyone that's affiliated with Tennessee in any way. I think Kenny Chesney's involved. Like anyone involved in Tennessee is all rallying around and giving the NCAA the finger. Like the NCAA picked the wrong state. <laughs> to go after like of all the programs that you could try to make an example of boy you screwed up by going after tennessee well that's just it i think what and look these guys are not wrong these conferences here they're they're like what do you okay so you're you're throwing out all this random nil governance yes. all these rules right and then you're focusing more on nabbing one school mm-hmm who misinterpreted your rules or broke your rules. Like, I think their point is, get over going after Tennessee or whoever the next school is. Get over that. How about let's work together and let's figure this out. Let's refine this and get it right. And and I got to agree with that. Um, Now, who... It's it's convenient that the SEC and the Big Ten are like, yeah, Yeah, shit, we'll do it. We we got it. We got this. I don't think it should be the SEC and the Big Ten. I think it should be uh, a well-thought-out group of people uh, or a new entity that um, is just modern. NCAA, I don't even want to say the modern NCAA. I just mean a governing body, a new governing body. Yeah. And maybe some representatives from the SEC, some representatives from the Big Ten, some representatives from, uh, you know, I don't know, the, it, the sky's the limit. It's just, um, I don't know. The NCAA is such a joke that... It's like, it's almost like a void that somebody has to fill. And so the SEC and the Big Ten are looking around going, ah, perfect, we'll step in. Yeah, where were the two, the only two players in college football that really matter. Now, they do say they are going to consult other um, (laughs) schools and leagues. Yeah, like, ACC, we'll we'll somewhat pay attention to you. Big 12, eh, maybe. All I know is that with everything going on, when I think college football, I think the thing we need is another committee. Well, I would like to think that maybe they look into uh, little old Portland, Oregon, because we do committees and task force better than just about anybody. We can set quite the example. Would you give it to one person? Like, what would you do? 
with everything going on in yeah. college football right now? What would you now? do? The, the number one thing that needs to happen is there needs to be a president. There, there okay, has one person, and honestly, you know who I've I've heard thrown out many times. Roger I, Goodell. I don't think it would be a bad idea. Is Nick Saban? Ooh. Everyone respects okay. Nick Saban. He's the the goat of that. He has universal uh, respect and clout. Seems and, pretty reasonable, and he does seem pretty reasonable. Uh, he's adapted. He hasn't been one of these guys that has stuck his head in the sand. If if college football wanted to do something to to better it and to actually get some some structure to it first and foremost they need to hire some sort of commissioner and i'm not saying that the commissioner needs to have like roger goodell or goodell i believe it is like he doesn't have universal powers but he is the head of it for the owners and i'm not saying that you give a guy like saban or you know uh you know andrew luckstad or whoever you know i'm not saying you give them barry alvarez like you give them total control but there has to be someone that can start to kind of rein this in because Look, if, if Tennessee, who is suing the NCAA now, not Tennessee, the school, the state of Tennessee, and I think Virginia, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe it's Carolina, one of the, one of the other states has joined in. The state of Tennessee, yes, yeah, Virginia, and Virginia have gotten together collective and are like, yeah, we're going to sue, and they're suing Roger, over uh, Goodall, uh, <laughs> Commissioner Goodall. And they're suing over antitrust laws. And this is why the NCAA keeps getting their ass kicked. Exactly. And so if... if so it's over. The it's, NCAA, it's over. It's, it's over. It's just... They're just not even in the conversation Because if, if Tennessee wins this, then all the NIL rules... Which they will. Yeah, they will. All the NIL rules, which kind of exist right now, they go out the window. And then it just becomes pay for play. You can do whatever. There's no more... There's no more pretending than just the Band-Aid gets ripped off. And I do think Tennessee's going to win. So at some point, you need to accept the fact that you lost the war, blow up the bridge, right, and then regroup on the other side. And well, who who are you talking about? The NCAA? No, the the, the schools. Yeah, and that's what they're the doing. Schools, yes. That's that's what they're that's, doing. That's with what this. the Big Ten and the SEC is, and is attempting. This says uh, while commissioners say their expressed goal is not secession, the creation of the joint board feels like something much more grandiose in the making. College football's two behemoths sharing ideas, plans, and models yes. for the future. Yes, they're like essentially they're saying we're going to call it. the shots for yep. everyone else. We're, eventually, they're going to control it. Yeah. They're going to set it up yeah. for the future. Well, they'll say this is what works for us, and everyone else will be like, "Well, we we kind of want to be a part of that, so we'll follow suit." Well, they won't have a choice. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, right. it's simply going to be, "Hey, this works for us. If you would like to be a part of it, join. And if you don't, I don't care because no offense to anyone else, the we AC, don't need you. the ACC, the Big Twelve, they don't." If the Big Ten and the SEC just gave everyone the bird right now, next year, and said, we're doing our own playoff, we're doing our own TV deal, I'm sorry, they dominate the landscape. Look, if, if we looked at the preseason top 25, uh, because I know they already have one right now for, for college football coming up here. Um, let's play the fun game of of where we sit. Because I'm, I'll bet you, so Georgia's won, Bama, Michigan, Texas, uh, Mississippi, Notre Dame, so there's one outlier, although they would join. Oregon, Oklahoma, Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, so two. Tennessee, uh, Arizona, there's three. Uh, Missouri. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona's in there for some what? reason. Well, they got the quarterback and the receiver coming back, and you know, but that may change now with the, 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 the coach thing. Um, yeah, you just scroll down. Washington, uh, Florida State's mixed in there. Uh, USC. I mean, 90% of the top 25 is the Big Ten and the SEC. And if this were to happen, Notre Dame 
and Clemson would would come on board, and so would Florida State. They would they would do whatever to get in there. So they don't need the rest of of college football. It'd be nice if they did. And my guess is eventually that's what happens is the Big Ten and the SEC appoint their little czar. And they say, look, we're going to do this. If anyone wants to come on board, you can be a part of this at a lesser level than they're not going to share the money the way they, they do with each other, but they'll allow you to, to, to kind of whoever wants to, to kind of play in their reindeer games. And that's how this is going to go. So Sankey, the head of the SEC said he left the door open for the group to grow yeah. this new joint group. There you go. And he said, we can start it together, and I think it can populate itself outward, and we can draw people in and work in larger rooms. But having been in a lot of larger rooms, we haven't seemed to make a lot of progress with bigger numbers. In other words, he's saying... It's been a it's been a decades long struggle. And no one can get on for board for the major conferences because you have dude, college sports has ninety seven leagues. Yep. There's there too many over, cooks in the kitchen. There are over a thousand schools and all of them have varying levels of resources and goals and missions and it's just and that's what Sankey's saying. It's like it's been impossible in those much. rooms. Take a bunch of the voices out, whittle it down to the people who that's you think right. are essential. That's f- right. figure it out and then let everybody else well, follow follow suit. And it's the way we've all known it's going. Yeah. It's just somebody's got to step up and take the lead. It's not going to be the NCAA. So the Big Ten and the SEC are like, we'll do it. And, you know, that's probably outside of Nick Saban. That's probably the best path forward. And one of these lawsuits is eventually is going to go through and win. And then the NCAA will officially be dead. Can't happen soon enough. Now, get on with it. All right. uh, Let's get on with it then. Jeez. Let's get to yell at me. Let's get to going. Um, we have one more question in our College Football Friday fun bag, and then John Harbaugh explains his game plan against the Chiefs. I'm waiting to hear it. Sort of. <laughs> it's 401 on the fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 